0: Hey, it's Dave. So Tesla just ended their annual shareholder meeting and Elon Musk shared his thoughts on the recession, how long it could last, on why Tesla will become the most valuable company in the world, and what happens if Elon Musk isn't around anymore to run Tesla. All right, so first, Elon Musk's thoughts on the recession. He thinks that we've already reached peak inflation and that inflation is likely going to drop rapidly. And this is because he is in touch with hundreds if not thousands of different suppliers and he understands their pricing and he's seen actually pricing trending down. He thinks that there will be a mild to moderate recession lasting about 18 months. That's his best guess because he doesn't think there's a fundamental capital misallocation in the U.S. All right, on Tesla valuation, Elon thinks that assuming that Tesla is able to do things like full self-driving and Optimus robot and uh, execute on gigafactories. He thinks that Tesla will become the most valuable company in the world. After hearing that, I tweeted that I kind of disagree. I think actually Tesla can become the most valuable company in the world just with FSC. They don't actually need Optimus robot. Um, Let me explain a few reasons why I think Tesla can become the most valuable company in the world. Um, actually just with FSD. So we have Model Y. Elon says the Model Y is tracking to become the world's best-selling car. So he thinks that Model Y can be the highest-selling um, car, or best-selling car by revenue in 2022 and the best-selling car by unit in 2023. So this is huge, I think, for Tesla. He thinks that um, they might announce another factory location later this year. That means they're probably already in the final stages, right, of negotiation. They've already probably picked their next gigafactory location. He thinks that ultimately there'll be 10 to 12 different gigafactories. Each will be making 1.5 to 2 million units per factory. All right, so let's dive into these Model Y comments. So we know the best-selling car in the world by unit volume is the Corolla right now. But let's look at how much Toyota is actually making off the Corolla. So if you look at Toyota's operating margin, it typically runs between 5% and 10% right, over the last 10 years or so. However, Toyota has their Lexus brand, right, and that actually is more higher margin than um, their Corolla brand. So if we just take the Corolla cars, I would expect the Corolla operating margin to be about 5%, right? that's how much operating profit they would get per Corolla they sell. But if we compare that with a Model Y, you have the Model Y getting an operating margin of approaching 20% now. And this is not including FSD or autonomy, which actually increases the margin even more, probably by a significant amount. So take a step back, the Model Y is actually four times more profitable than the Corolla, yet they're gonna sell more units than the Corolla, right? This is the power of Tesla's business model. And on top of that, if you have FSD and autonomy, right, that operating margin will go up, who knows, maybe Tesla can make 10 times the amount um, per car than a Corolla. This is kind of why Tesla, I think, um, can become the most valuable company in the world, even just with FSC. Our Elon Musk on the stock price, he thinks that sometimes people fret too much about kind of short-term one-off things, like for example, the recent Shanghai shutdown. He thinks that company valuation is basically future cash flows discounted to present value. And then he gives this advice. He says, when people panic, take it as a buy-in opportunity. And I think this is actually generally good advice, especially with generational companies, that you know in five or 10 years are just going to be hugely bigger and are just gonna execute on right these generational products they have. Whenever there is panic, whenever people are depressed and just selling, selling, selling left and right, right, that's a buying opportunity, at least in Elon Musk's view. All right, next, Gary Black asked this question about Elon Musk's secession and if the board is discussing this. Elon kind of sidestepped this and he didn't really share if the board is discussing this at all. But he's saying that Tesla has an exciting product roadmap that will last a long time. And Elon Musk says he intends to stay with Tesla as long as he can be useful especially with product design manufacturing etc he also thinks tesla will continue to do very well without him being in the picture. It reminds me kind of of Steve Jobs setting up, right, the iPhone, iOS, and uh, Tim Cook coming in, right, and there's already a product roadmap that could last at least a decade or even longer. For Tesla, you've got an exciting product roadmap right now, but you've got new vehicles, you've got uh, FSD, you've got Optimus, and all these different things coming together, which I think is actually a 10 to 20-year product roadmap, right, that someone could take over. Elon Musk briefly mentioned the Master Plan Part 3 update. He says maybe within a month or so, he could release He um, he says it's basically everything that needs to be done in order to transition the economy to a fully sustainable economy. For example, the exact uh, tonnage right Of materials needed and etc Next, a full self-driving update Elon says that they're tracking to be at over 100 million miles driven by the end of the year And expects a wide release by request In North America by the end of the year Which basically means that people would probably Still have to request to enter the beta But everyone who asks right can receive FSD beta, at least in North America Alright, AI Day Part 2 Elon says lots of cool stuff coming People will be blown away, and I don't doubt this Actually, I think Tesla really is becoming in an AI powerhouse. This is one of, I think, the most exciting developments at Tesla. We're going to see um, a lot more details at the end of September. Elon Musk talks about um, Optimus Robot, and he says the analysts just aren't getting it, how important right, and valuable this is. I've talked a lot about this um, in my videos. Basically, Elon Musk thinks that optimist robot is going to be more valuable than the car long term and i think it could be many times more valuable right than the vehicle business long term optimist robot has the ability to transform the economy especially if you can just whip out these robots there is no more labor constraint right and these robots can make robots it kind of gets into this crazy trippy possible world right in the future but yeah if um Tesla succeeds with Optimus for Rod, I think it's definitely going to be their biggest and most important and most ambitious product ever. Elon was asked about how Tesla will use their increasing cash balance in the future. He says he's open to acquiring interesting companies, but it's quite rare that Tesla will acquire a company. But he's interested in automation, software, manufacturing tech, right? Those companies interest him. He says Tesla is already spending CapEx or capital expenditures and R&D research and development as fast as possible. And this is what is interesting. He says that a share buyback is possible and it's actually on the table he just wants to make sure that tesla has enough cash balance in case of a force majeure event for example like an extended factory shutdown i think this is really interesting because if tesla announces a share buyback it could start small right let's say five or ten billion dollars over the course of two years or something i think this is really an interesting trend that i'm looking forward to Alright, Cybertruck update. Elon says that the specs and pricing will be different than the reveal and he cites inflation. So basically, so Cybertruck will be more expensive right, than initially announced. He says that they will begin installation of tooling at Austin in the next few months and that they're aiming for a volume production um, sometime mid next year. All right, on Twitter, Elon says he uses it a lot. He understands the product well. He thinks he can make it radically better and that he has a grander vision. It's kind of what x.com could have been, um, his previous company, and he thinks acquiring Twitter could accelerate, right, that vision by three to five years, but it doesn't seem like he's dead set on acquiring it, but it seems like he's still willing to acquire Twitter. All right, lastly, I wanna go over the proposals at the stockholder meeting, what passed and what didn't. So the first section is the Tesla proposals, these five here, and, um three out of the five passed two of them didn't it's because they didn't uh, reach the two-thirds uh, minimum requirement of the outstanding shares that are needed to vote for right these were these two proposals um under stockholder proposals um Number six item passed, and this is actually significant because everything else failed. So what is this proposal six? It's basically the shareholders request our board of directors to take the steps necessary to enable shareholders without limits on group size to aggregate their shares to equal 3% of our stock owned continuously for three years to enable shareholder proxy access. Proxy access enables shareholders to put competing director candidates on the company ballot to see if they can get more votes than some of the management director candidates. So basically, as the proposal is saying a couple things. First, that funds can pull together, right, their shares to vote. But not only that, they can gain access to put competing director candidates up for nomination. And yeah, I'm not too hot on that. I think Elon Musk has proven um, that he's doing well in leading Tesla. And in my opinion, I think the board needs to mesh and jive with Elon. And I'm not too cool with, let's say, a group of, let's say, big you know, funds, getting together, nominating a director, really pushing the vote. And that person not jiving with Tesla's culture and with Elon Musk, I think it really could create some tension and conflict in the uh, board. However, this proposal did pass unfortunately all right hope all of this has been helpful if it has go ahead like and subscribe all my videos can be found as an audio podcast as well just search for dave lee on investing in your favorite podcast player i'm also on twitter at heyday7 and for those wondering i'm out here in western washington out in olympic national park doing some wilderness and rainforest camping it's actually fantastic my kids are having a great time and it's been great to take a step back and reflect on life and the greater meaning of things all right we'll see you guys in my next video thanks